Hey guys, it's Brianna and you are listening to Oh Brother, your favorite big brother podcast. And I am back with Jonathan. Hey. <laughs> I didn't know if you were uh, pointing at me or not. Yeah. He's here. Come on, guys. Um, we... Recorded a couple episodes last season, and Jonathan is back, and we are about to discuss episodes 9 through 11 of this season of Big Brother, which at this point I feel like are the most, like, I feel like the most has happened and happened in these three episodes than the entire season. Yeah, for sure. The most drama-filled couple episodes in a long while. Definitely. Um, especially most of this season, so... Looking forward to it. Thanks for having me. Of course. So before we start, because we haven't heard from you yet this season, let us know, like, preseason, who were you kind of rooting for? And then up until now, how has that changed? Just like a quick sort of summary <laughs> of how your season, how you felt so far this season with the current cast. I got everything I wanted and everything I didn't want um yeah, in the think, first couple weeks i think so, that's general consensus at the moment yeah my expectations were higher than than before especially because i thought i had a pretty good idea of how this season was going to go and to my dismay um I, I, <laughs> reality slapped me in the face and uh, decided to do exactly what i didn't want to do so i got a little bit of good stuff a little bit of bad stuff, but overall, very entertaining. I'm liking the season so far, and I'm like the cast. Uh, who, were much, your, so. who were your Who uh, were your preseason favorites? <laughs> Don't worry, Favorite. I will not judge you because mine were my my number one pick preseason was Nick. So it was Nick, oh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's you. So I uh, um, screwed that up a little bit. So I will not judge. <laughs> so I watched the um, preseason interviews with Jeff Schroeder. Mm-hmm. I was working but i decided to not work and just watch three hours or so of of the lives uh the live feeds and my 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 favorite going into it was david okay so (laughs) i don't know how that went well i feel like you weren't entirely wrong though because i think david had a lot of potential he just got screwed over he had so much and for a guy who was kicked out of the house he uh did very well um definitely so yeah um <laughs> so the two but, of us made very awful decisions with our yeah favorites right but, I, right but I think you probably did better than me because my second favorite was Ovi so oh god <laughs> <laughs> so that was just a train wreck I didn't even have a third favorite I'm like either David or Ovi are winning this game so we all know how that went so I actually don't remember I I picked the top three I'll have to go back to the episode and figure it out but I know I had I had Nick, Kemi, and I can't remember who the third person was. But, I mean, either way, I'm not looking so good right now. Mm, right, right. Yeah, I'm glad I, I didn't do any drafts this year, so I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm glad I didn't. To kick it off, we're going to start with episode nine. So the last, thing that we ta- or the last thing that I talked about in the podcast was Nick winning the HOH. And mm. then episode nine sort of, sort of kicks off where... Now that Nicole is seeing that Nick is HOH and there's this large alliance in the house, she knows somebody threw a rogue vote and she is stressing about it. Um, how do you think, do you think Nicole handled that situation well or not? Um, yeah, given what she knew. I mean, like, obviously we're 
omniscient, right? So we mm-hmm. we see that Mickey threw the rogue vote. Obviously, Nicole didn't, and she's freaking out because uh, Nicole and Kemi were close. So it makes sense for her to be to be worried. Um, right. I'm pretty sure she had a good amount of trust in Mickey, so her talking to him was just a regular conversation to her. But mm-hmm. it turns out Mickey uh, had better ideas. So, um, right. yeah, from Nicole's perspective, I don't think she did anything wrong. And also from Mickey's perspective, I think he did everything right. So I mean, yeah, I appreciate. I mean, I am not a Mickey fan myself. I don't think many people are, but. I will say that I liked that he threw out a rogue vote because it's the first time we've seen that this season. Um, Also, it's just a smart move because nobody's going to suspect that it's him and then he can do whatever he wants with it or just let the house run with it. But I did appreciate that his initial reason for doing it was because he wanted to pin it on Nick Rabella, but then Nick won HOH and he was like, shit. So now who do I pin this on? And when Nicole went to him and said, oh, my God, I think they're going to say that the rogue vote is me. He was kind of like, oh, yeah, well, no, nobody will think it's you. And then he was like, guys, I think it was Nicole. Uh, However, I think because she did go and talk to everybody about it, they kind of brushed it off. It didn't seem at first it seemed like there was going to be like a witch hunt. But then they kind of just I feel like it didn't really affect her game all that much yeah i think if she didn't worry too much i mean if she talked to nick and said hey i didn't throw the rogue vote uh in case you were wondering then i think she's good i don't think she had to be as paranoid as she was she was very paranoid yeah because like nick said in one of his drs i think in the first um or in that episode um cliff was his target so Mm -hmm. um she just had a regular like don't put me up. Who's your target? I'll vote however you want kind of conversation. And she mm-hmm. would have been good, but um, yeah. Definitely. Okay. So then we hear Nick starting to talk about how he wants to put up um, Cliff and Jessica and have Nicole just as the backup. Um, I, like you said, I think Cliff was his initial target, which is really stupid because Cliff was literally feeding them information not knowing he was doing it and they decided okay well this guy is scary we need to get him out like what no keep him there like why would you want to get rid of him i know that like we know that now at that point cliff already knew what he was doing because nicole told him like nicole was like listen people have been listening to your like morning cliff notes or whatever so you need to like cool it with those but they don't know that Cliff knows that. So, like, why wouldn't you keep him there? Yeah, right. But, I mean, Cliff said he he's essentially targeting the couples. And right. Nick and Bella are a couple. So, I mean, for self-preservation's sake, I think Nick's in the right mind to want to target so. Cliff. I, mean, who else I just feel like it was it? too early at that point. I don't know. Sure. I feel like if there's somebody sitting in the boat room giving me all of the information about their game, I'm keeping them in that house. That's so I want to know. That's yeah, I was thinking about that too, especially because of the um, I think it was, it was I think it was the Kemi vote. I forget if it was the Kemi vote or the two episodes from now's vote. Um, but I was thinking the same idea mm-hmm. as far as like the double you know versus the double you don't. Right. So, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think your enemy's close. Yeah. Oh, my favorite uh, quote from this episode was from Miss Kemi. 
and she was totally trashing on Bella's blue eyeliner. And she was like, she, is I, she in the club? She was like, is she in the club or in the Big Brother house? Because yeah. I'm confused and I died. Also, can she kill it with the blue eyeliner? Like, girl, are we at the club or are we at Big Brother? Um, because at this point, obviously, Bella and Kemi are no longer friends. And we also get their little fight this episode, which I will include some audio of so that you guys can hear it again in all its glory. That didn't make sense, Kem. Like, I don't it know. It didn't? Yeah, like, I was your only friend in this game. Like, are you dumb? Come on, girl. Are this is you your dumb? game. Do you think no, you can go I'm around making dumb. 100 alliances this is the and game. no one's going to find out? You, Everyone knows good. the kind of game that you're playing. The kind of game you're I'm playing? That you, Kemi, that you guys the kind of game me. that I'm playing is called being right, nice well, to people chill and out, talking chill to out, people chill, and relax, having a nice conversation. Relax. And, like, personal problems. Like, I'm the only one who knows about your personal problems anyway because I was your friend. You don't need to follow I was your friend. It's not that big of a deal. No, I'm not following you. I'm actually going to the kitchen. You don't need to stand this close to me. Goodbye. Don't touch. Don't, don't, don't touch. Let's not touch. They almost put hands on each other, too. Mm-hmm. No, that was, um, yeah, it was a heated debate. I I don't like fights like that. And also, I mean, Bella was the one who initiated it, and yeah. she had no reason to, because Kemi's not in the game anymore. So it's like, what, who cares, I guess. I mean, if anything, if I was Bella, I'd be trying to make peace with Kemi so she didn't talk trash about me to the rest of the house especially especially because like kemi's evicted now so like she has no reason to shut her mouth right she can she can talk trash all she wants bella is the one who needs to watch it like watch herself so i think you're right Mm -hmm. um my favorite my my second favorite kemi quote of the night was when it seemed like the argument was starting to die down bella was like i'm just gonna stand here and and I forget exactly what she said, but she was she was kind of oh like, I'm just going to I'm just going to stand here and do my thing or something. And Kemi was like, yeah, a whole lot of nothing or something like that. <laughs> I, and I, I laughed at it. that. Wait, are you going to go into like where you were called or you're just going to not yeah, follow I'm waiting the for them to open the door? So okay, if you have do your thing. I can stand here. No, I'm if just you have anything here. else to say, I'm literally because standing all here. you've been saying is behind I'm my back is the Bella. here, combing through my hair. All right, you do that. Doing whatever want to do which is a whole lot of nothing oh my god and then we hear then we see um jackson tell jack that he was the rogue vote and they had like a little bromance moment he was like yeah bro that was the best choice you can make and i was like mm-hmm. this is really cringy like can we not see any more of the two of you please thanks <laughs> that'd be great i'm personally a fan of mickey not jackson as much <sighs> or not jack as much but mickey he's playing a very good game yeah this might be a hot take. I'm a fan of Mickey because he's playing a good game. Jack, not so much. He's not doing a good job with the social game. But Mickey's actually being very strategic. He's not doing too much, at least from what I can see. So I think Mickey's cool. I used to think he was really weird because of the shape of his head. But now <laughs> I think Lego I'm, head. On, I'm on his side. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm on his side. So I will um, defend Mickey to the end of time. I... I don't know. I think he's a trash human, but I think he's good at the game. <laughs> like he's he's positioned well. If we're talking strictly Big Brother, then yeah, yeah. But he's pretty pretty trash. I mean, the way he treated Cat, I wanted to smack him. I was like, okay, you just broke up with this girl who isn't even doesn't even think there's anything going on. He was like, do you remember that? He was like, oh, yeah. we can't be in a showmance anymore. And Cat was like, wait, we're in a showmance. 
like what's going on here like he took it way too serious and he's also made some controversial comments as well oh really i don't know yeah it's probably better i don't but um... yeah you probably don't want to (laughs) know But yeah, no, cat. Like, listen, no. At least he actually said something instead of the whole. Um, but it's only because he. 16... It's only because he wants a different girl. It's not because sure. of his game. Yeah, sure, but like, look at like Big Brother sixteen with like Caleb and Amber. You know what I mean? Like Amber didn't do anything. Um, she didn't put her foot down, and Mickey was like, "Listen, man, I gotta. I don't want you. I want the other girl." But that's um, not what he said, though. No, he didn't say that. But he, <laughs> still, he's doing. He did at least part of what he was supposed to do. I guess. Um, we'll just leave it at. I am not a Mickey fan, and if he wins, I'll be very upset. Um, <laughs> okay. I don't think he'll win, but I like him. I don't think he'll win. Game wise, game wise. <laughs> so then Nicole goes to Holly and Mickey about the rogue vote, and that's when like. Basically, Jackson lies straight to her face, and he's like, "Oh, I don't know who would do that." Like he straight yeah. up lied to her, and um, that's when I think he started to almost feel bad about it. Like you could tell that like he didn't really want to pin it on Nicole, but because his original plan didn't work out, she was like the best bet at that point. Um, so you yeah. could tell that like he was not too happy that he had to do that to her, but he's still right. a trash human. um but i think this is also where nick and bella start to doubt the other people in their alliance because when everyone leaves the room nick sort of expresses that he thinks that nicole was being honest and that jackson is the flip vote and i think that's the only thing nick has been right about this whole game like he (laughs) was adamant after like when he was in this is will come later but he was talking to bella about how like he thinks they're in a great place like the vote's gonna go how they want they just have to sit back and relax and they was wrong Um, but he was right about this at least so i will give him that yeah he's trying his best so nick just kind of like reaffirms to nicole that like look you're not my target you're not going up relax which he does um sort of follow through with what he tells Mm -hmm. Nicole, which was good. Um, And then we get this panic whacktivity competition for the third and final power, um, which can I just say, these competitions, this is like another twist that CBS has tried and has completely failed, I feel like. Um, One of the powers is no longer in the house, and the other two powers suck. Like I feel like they're never going to get used. <laughs> well, which one is the which one is the one that you like then? The power like that the, I like. The diamond power veto thing, or the the one that's Obi? no longer in the house, the one that Obi you had. Like that one? Yeah, because yeah, nobody knows it's, it's you. Different. It's anonymous. Right. Yeah. The anonymous I power. I don't think you'd know. I mean, I don't know the specific rules, but I don't think people would know it's you if you do the diamond power veto thing. Unless yeah, you I think you have to you have to announce it at the veto oh, ceremony. You do? Yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure. Man. We'll get well, there. That's... We'll get there. Okay, yeah, we'll get there. But... <laughs> so the people competing in that in this competition are Annalise, Nick, Jess, and Christy. And they got lucky because since who it was supposed whoever, to be Kemi. Think, yeah, Kemi Kem- was supposed to compete. So instead yeah. of um 
now they only have like three other three other people who could potentially win it so their odds are much better Mm -hmm. um and it's the roaches competition so they have to you guys watched it but you they have to move the roaches around to uncover the code and then figure out sort of the correct letters to spell it out on their board and can we talk about how they picked the wrong damn girl to be the one who like explains everything yeah like explains the competition she ain't a lice over here she can't spell (laughs) (laughs) i um okay so i just want to first of all say if i was on this season i played that competition i would have absolutely bodied it um i want to know i don't feel like that was an easy competition i say that now sitting behind my computer screen behind a microphone but yeah. Watching it, I was like, oh my god, this is so easy. Like, I could do this. I don't think... I mean, yeah, I never touched a Madagascar hissing cockroach before, mm-hmm. but I like to think that just pushing them out the way, right? aside from the occasional bites, wouldn't be that bad. Right. So I would... I, I didn't understand why everyone was doing that kind of, you know, move two or three at a time thing. That was just bothering me, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like... It, and I figured out the the puzzle while they were explaining it and while everything Quickly. was uncovered. I figured that out. Yeah, I figured that out in like fifteen seconds. Right. Um. So I mean, you know, I I, I just didn't understand why that was so hard. I mean, we also um, have to consider the people that were playing it, though. Yeah, like Nick, you got Nick's not good at puzzles. Annalise, Nick, Jess, and Christy, which I feel like Nick doesn't seem like he'd be good at that. Jess hasn't really been good at anything yet (laughs) (laughs) and christy is probably just relying on her damn intuition which doesn't seem to be functioning at the moment so well well, when it comes to competitions i think christy's very good yeah she won the first hoh she won this and yeah that's true i think she always does well in their competition so i mean i i would i understand come on kemi wouldn't have won this so I don't know. It depends how freaked out she is by roaches. I feel like she's pretty smart. I feel like she would have been able to figure out the message quickly, but I don't know what the yeah. bugs. I don't know. I mean, the only thing Kemi won in this game was like in walk, crawling around in the dark and mm-hmm. you know, trying to find her way out. So, I mean, that's I don't true. know. I don't think she really would have won this, but that's my personal opinion. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um. So, of course, we know that Christy wins the panic power. Um, and she gets the diamond power of veto, which essentially means that she, I think, at least this is how I understood it, during the veto meeting, she has to, like, announce that she's going to use the power, and then the veto holder gets to name the replacement nominee. She doesn't even get to name it. That's right, and I think which that's is very stupid. fair. I think it's fair. Because if she really wants to maximize the power, then she should go win the competition. You know what I mean? I guess so. But also, like, what if she's forced to use it during a time when it's... Yeah, like, something's happening in the game, and they have to use it, but she's not sure if the person who has the veto, like, is going to do what she wants. Then she's going to get screwed, which I would love to see. Because I'm not a yeah. Christy fan, but yeah, I mean, if I if I knew about a power like that and I was trying to screw her over and I had the veto, then I would I would do that so hard. Exactly. One of her alliance members, but um, that's the thing with the power. I mean, she was about to do it with um, 
whoever won the veto this week. Yeah, Kat. Kat. You're going to do it with her. She had no mm-hmm. idea who Kat would have put up. So, I mean. Kat would have been like, get your ass up there. I would have laughed so hard <laughs> if she was. Kat was like, okay, I choose Christy as the replacement. <laughs> I don't know if she can be chosen because she has the power, but I feel like she can. I don't think they said it. I yeah, don't said I don't that, think so. She... I would I don't doubt someone gets... would put Christy up, though. But I might. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think the only person she tells initially that she gets the power is Tommy, because then Jack yep. comes in the room and she doesn't say anything to him. But then Jack reveals that he has the power. So I feel yep. like it's common knowledge in the house that Jack has the power at this point, because I feel like he's told a lot of people. At least his uh, alliance knows. I would assume Christy and Tommy were the last people he told or something, right. maybe. Or he just think... started talking to people about it that day. Yeah, exactly. This is how the Cliff Notes, this is where the Cliff Notes scandal, Cliff Notes Gate, gets back to Cliff. Uh, yep. Because Bella tells Kemi, because Bella can't keep her damn mouth shut, Bella tells Kemi mm-hmm. that they hear Cliff doing the Cliff Notes, Kemi tells Nicole, and Nicole tells Cliff. Um, so Cliff realizes that he done goofed and yep. hopefully he will keep his voice down in the future. Um, well, I was confused about that. I mean, I know this is last week, but um, I was confused. Like, why? I mean, I don't know how early in the day you can go into the backyard, but if I was doing my own version of Cliff Notes, then I would probably just go in a hammock or yeah. somewhere outside well, that's, in that room. I We talked about this last week, but that's what all of the the greats i guess if you want to call them or like the people who know what they're doing have done i think evil dick was the first person to ever do the similar thing to what cliff is doing where he like talks oh, to yeah. the seats and he started doing it outside um mm-hmm. because there's one door in and there's one door out and you're gonna know who's around you at all times and you're outside so you can talk as loud as you want and ain't nobody gonna hear you exactly um, but clearly cliff it maybe has a couple screws loose up there and didn't think of that. Right. Cliff done goofed. He did. <sighs> Big time. Staying on Cliff, he also offers to be a pawn. Which, yeah, I, was to, I was about to say. Yeah, like, which was is, another... He, he, made a, he knew he made a mistake and then he tries to fix the mistake by making another mistake. Yeah. Um, I feel like it is general big brother knowledge that you never offer to be a pawn if the right. hoh asks you to be a you be you to be a pawn okay fine you can't really say no to the hoh at that point you say if you have to use me fine blah 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 but don't go up to nick and say listen buddy if you need a pawn i'm your guy like what are you doing pawns go home yeah. cliff don't you know this and he's a big brother super fan so you think he would know better mm-hmm. yeah no especially because uh, I don't think Cliff would know who Nick would target. And the only right. person, us knowing everything, Nick would only target Cliff and Jessica. Mm-hmm. And Cliff goes home over Jessica all day, every day. Mm-hmm. And the only person he could win against is Nicole after everything else that transpired. So uh, I don't know why Cliff would do that. I feel like that was very spur of the moment. Like, I got to fix this right now kind of thing. And, uh, misplay on his part so definitely bad Bad cliff bad cliff so my favorite alliance right now in the big brother house is the all-girl alliance called party of one that consists of cat and only cat 
Um, that girl that. is the source of literally almost every single funny moment this season. And I hated her preseason. Hated her. I thought she was going to be awful at the game. I thought she was going to be annoying. And I thought she was just going to use it as a way to get her FabFitFun sponsorship and her skinny tea on Instagram <laughs> and then yeah. not care about the game. But this girl came to play for one. I feel like she's smarter than she comes off. And mm-hmm. she has kind of like slyly been a comp beast like you can tell that she's gotten far in a lot of the competitions but hasn't won them on purpose and like the ones that she felt like she needed to win she has um but i just thought it was really funny that she was like this is going to be the first all girls alliance that functions because it's just me yeah um i don't know if you i feel like i asked this before have you ever watched big brother canada probably i haven't okay well then for for those listening um, she reminds me a lot of Cass from Big Brother Canada 4 because she was very much all about this bubbly, crazy life, just just all out there. And um, near the end of the season, she ended up showing a lot of upside and actually playing the game very well. So I think nice. this chick could probably have a similar trajectory. Um, I hope so. I, I think she's actually making the right moves, even though she's not yeah. on the right side of the numbers. Um, she's in a good place though right exactly i think she's not going anywhere anytime soon Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah and then we see sam playing a little big brother um he Mm -hmm. talks to nick and bella and basically is like okay so we know that the three of us are at the bottom of the totem pole nick i mean sam isn't even a part of the alliance. He's just like that ninth guy that they use for a vote. And then Nick and Bella are at the bottom. Sam essentially says, why are we talking about the fact that we're going to be the next to go and not doing anything about it? Like, why are we like heading towards the doom and doing nothing about it? Like, we all know we're at the bottom of this friggin' majority. A big target would possibly be Jack right now. Jack has sort of pushed people into making decisions to help his game. He's tight with everybody in the house. Mickey would be a runner up to Jack. The pros for taking a shot at a big target this week is that it literally has nothing to do with me. I don't need to do anything. My hands are clean. It's all on the HOH. You know Mickey, Jack, Holly, and Cesaro to save each other. Oh my God. Now is the time. And yep. clearly that goes on deaf ears because they don't do anything about it, which I think they is going to come back to bite them in the ass right about now. Right. We yeah. will see. Um, yeah. Nick's, Nick's best move this week was winning HOH, but he didn't do anything good with it. Right. So he just survived another week. Him and Bella survived another week. And that's, that's basically it. Uh, but yeah, no, kudos to Sam uh, for even trying that because when I heard him say that, while I was watching, I was like, oh, no way. I was thinking Nick wouldn't do it. I, I figured he wouldn't pull the trigger on it because obviously it's, what, week three? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I was thinking this is not realistic, but Sam even saying it um, and not getting in trouble for it, essentially, uh, I thought that was good. I think Sam's doing a very good job this season so far. So Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um so, of course, that episode ends with Cliff and Jessica being nominated for eviction, which not a surprise to anybody. 
Nick didn't make any good moves. And again, I was bored with the nominees. Um, But like you said, he's he's your number one pick, right? So Who? Nick? Nick. Yeah. He was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was, fortunately for me. At least least your number one pick's still in the game. I guess, I guess. (laughs) Mine's not. My my number two pick. I wish my number one pick was David. David is my favorite. Yeah. Um, but he's not there anymore. So, so we go into episode ten, and this is when we sort of see a lot of the bullying that I feel like has been happening for a long time on the feeds, but hasn't been shown on the show until now. Um, and it's funny that we're seeing it at this point because the only reason we're seeing it in this episode is because Bella and Nick got accused of being bullies. Um, So essentially it's kind of a confusing situation, but basically Nicole was talking to Holly, Christy and Annalise, and it almost seemed like they said to her that they felt like Nick and Bella were bullying her. So she agreed. Yes. She agreed and went along with it and said, yeah, they kind of are. Um, But it was, 100% 100% Annalise, Holly, and Christy saying to her that Nick and Bella were bullying her. And so, she, of course, she just agreed with them. But Nicole's mm-hmm. mistake, which I think she thought she was doing the right thing, and, like, she probably was doing the right thing, um, she went to Bella and Nick and said, hey, just so you know, like, people think that you guys are bullies. Like, so maybe you should chill like relax and like know that I'm giving you this information and confidence and like I have your back type of thing and it totally yep. got flipped right around on her and she didn't do a single thing wrong right yeah um she she didn't make a mistake well she did I think because yeah it's hard it's hard I think she made a mistake in, in telling it to Bella and Nick because they're Bella and Nick but had it yeah. been anyone else, it probably would have been the right decision. Sure. But but even then, um, when people compare notes and stuff, and mm-hmm. people, if, if you and me are comparing notes, and you find out that someone's calling you a bully, right? And whether or not it's true, you think it's a lie, so then you get mad at the person who made up the lie, because that's bad for your, for your character, for your image, right? I so, guess so. Like, but if you if you came to me part. and said, Holly said you were a bully, then I yeah. would be mad at Holly, not at you. But right. and it's so the opposite. Compare notes, and yeah. Holly somehow manages to lie away. Because it was three no. against one. Yeah, true. It was, and, it was very much, yeah, I, I was talking to my sister about this. It was very much a mom mentality thing. Yeah, 100%. Um, well, even Tommy just, brings up yeah. the mob mentality situation later when they have a less sort of public conversation it's just bella nicole and tommy in the room and tommy is kind of like that voice of reason and he says it in his dr but doesn't really express it out loud to anybody that he realizes that he thinks nicole's telling the truth like she doesn't seem like she's lying and why would she lie about that like what would be her motive In this house, it's very easy to get swept up in the mob mentality. When we were all hashing it out in the HOH room, it was very easy to just pin everything on Nicole. But now, I'm listening to Bella bulldoze Nicole, 
Nicole can't get a word in. I'm starting to think that maybe Nick and Bella were bullying her. Right. Also, can we talk about the um when they cho- chose players for the veto competition? Jess is confused because yeah. the last time she got the opportunity to choose someone for veto, she to- chose Mickey, who was not going to save her. This time, she got the opportunity to choose someone for veto. She should have picked Nicole, but she picked Christy instead. And I was like, Christy, I've never even seen you speak to Christy. Yeah, I, I'm not even going to... I don't have anything to add just because I, I don't think she's doing very well. Um, <laughs> like, that's just not a smart idea. And I know her GR right after said something along the lines of, I, I just want to protect the game. I want to stand out because Nicole's under uh, um, uh, Nicole's in, uh, thin ice. So I don't want to just, you know, throw her a bone. But at the same time, girl, if you want to be in this house, pick the people you're working with. Mm-hmm. And then her, Cliff, and Nicole would have been playing against three other people. Um, and, and if Nicole I mean, won it, that would have been best case. Because neither of them, yeah, I mean, then she could use the veto and Nicole wouldn't be able to go up as a replacement. She's losing Nicole's trust, too, because... The other the people on the other side of the house are not your allies. Like as much as you don't want to like make waves or anything, she has nobody right now. And she yeah. had Nicole, but then even Nicole expressed it like, okay, she didn't pick me, so I don't think we're really as close as I thought we were. So she mm-hmm. had a chance to show some loyalty and she didn't. Yeah. And dumb. Well, okay. <laughs> Super dumb. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least with the last week, I'm pretty sure she picked Mickey because like I think she said that they they have a pretty close relationship, closer than yeah. what they're showing on TV. So sure, but Christy, like I, I just, what? So yeah, uh, that on. was random. Yeah, and they don't know what the challenge is going to be or the competition is going to be. So you know, you wouldn't know that you had to build a puzzle. But Nicole most likely would have been a better candidate than Christy to win the challenge and also take her off the block. Uh, Definitely, so, I agree. Wrong move, wrong move. We Although, I don't know if anybody could build that puzzle faster than Cat built that puzzle. I was I shocked. Don't think Caitlin could. No, I mean Caitlin <laughs> couldn't even build it her season. Um, granted, hers was a little more difficult, but still. Um, well, Caitlin's wasn't. There were less puzzle pieces. Yeah, but she, hers wasn't like. Hers was like she had to like put it through a. Remember, she had to like put it yeah. through a hole in the wall and then do it. Yeah. And then like, uh, I don't know. There's less puzzle pieces. She had three minutes think, to do it. I think there were less pieces, but it was like more of a balancing act than this puzzle was. Like this one just seemed like a puzzle. The one she had was like, yeah, I don't know, pu- easier yeah, to yeah. like fall apart. I guess if that makes sense. Um, no, yeah, anyways, Caitlin sucked at her puzzle regardless. Um, <laughs> and I did like seeing her host though. I like Caitlin a lot now. I didn't really like her during her season, but like post season, I've seen like her, a lot of her stuff on Twitter. Um, I follow her Instagram and stuff. And I actually feel like she seems like she would be a cool person in real life. Yeah. No, she's been doing like podcasting and stuff too with uh, yeah, Rob has a podcast, so uh, she's still involved in the BV community, so that's cool. I I was figuring she was gonna be one of those fat, fit, fun kind of people huh, after right? the show. So, um, no, she's doing good. Um, I also I just like how they're bringing back. Well, I like how they're bringing back people 
um, past mm-hmm. players, but I don't like how they're only sticking to season 20. Like, yeah, did no one else want to sign up? I mean, at least huh. with Caitlyn, I, I think she lives near there. So, well, I know sense. that for um, the the comp that Casey hosted, they originally, so Josh tweeted, they originally asked him because oh, really? you know how there were meatballs in that competition? Oh, oh, so he was supposed to host it, but he had a conflict. So they asked Casey instead, which oh, kind of shady of Josh to tweet that. Like they asked me first type of thing. But I think a lot of people tweeted at him like, why didn't you host this comp? Like it would have been perfect for you with the meatballs. And he was like, actually, they did ask me, but I couldn't yeah. do it. I mean, so. even if even if it wasn't prompted, I mean, Josh is uh, an MTV guy now. So true. It so maybe it's so shade on Twitter or whatever. Yeah. Also, something I thought that was really funny about Caitlin was she tweeted, she was live tweeting during the episode, I don't know if you saw this, and she tweeted, um, maybe I would have gotten more airtime if Bella didn't cause so much drama. (laughs) She was annoyed that, like, the competition was so quick. Like, they they edited it down a lot, I think, because there was so much drama that happened in the house, so I thought that was funny. It made sense, and the drama was integral to the... um the story if you will right. of the nominations yeah. and stuff so it made sense um mm-hmm. she did have one good line i think where she was just like i am like triggered or something like that this is triggering because mm-hmm. she was watching everybody else fail at the puzzle she's like just bringing back oh yeah memories. i uh-huh. thought that was funny um was funny. yeah go caitlin yeah yeah we love you um love good you, competition caitlin. though i didn't i didn't yeah like i whole... liked that comp yeah, I didn't like the whole mirror thing, though. If I was playing in that, I would have freaked out because mm-hmm. I don't like the whole... I'm good at, like, mirror mazes and stuff, but I, I feel like I, it would... I feel like that would be one I would lose because it would take me forever to find the puzzle pieces and it would be right. gone by then. Which seems like what ev- all of the other players went through, aside from Cat, Like, they literally barely had the f- foot per... per- the foot portion, like, the bottom portion of the puzzle done, and Cat was like, I'm finished! Done. I was like, Jesus Christ, she's the last person I expected. And I hate to say it because, like, you don't want to judge somebody off of, I don't know. I mean, I guess you we kind of can judge her because she's been pretty ditzy in the past. But um, the fact that she came out and won it, I was like, damn, you go, girl. I also thought it was really funny that she kept mentioning Brett. Brett Brett is going to see this. And if Brett does not take this girl out to dinner after the season is over, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> no, I do like it. I think it's funny. Um, I think the the um, conspiring thing and the Brett thing are two of her signature yes. things that are going to carry with her long after the house. Definitely. The, I think, I think Brett, has, Brett has tweeted about it a couple times. So we'll see what happens postseason. <laughs> but um, speaking <laughs> of Brett... His buddy Winston is on Love Island now, so I don't watch that show. Um, yeah. Not really a fan of, like, I don't know, the whole concept of it or anything, but apparently it's also on, like, five nights a week, but apparently Winston is now on Love Island, so yeah. Next he's topic. back in the <laughs> reality TV game. No, I, I'm actually going to say, for the record, which I hate, I don't want to, but whatever, um, I actually had a dream I was on Love Island last night. Oh, my God. Even I don't think about it at all. Did you couple show. up with Winston? No. I oh. did have a dream that I was just some, I was in no way, shape, or form famous or relevant or whatever, but I had a dream that I was a guest on the show and was talking to, like, two of the dudes. And they were like giving me like, what like like they were asking me for love advice, 
Oh, and God. it sounded like super canned. Like I was like, I know the cameras are just staring at me right now. <laughs> um, like, what do you what do you think about like what do you think like I should do to like get some of these girls and stuff? And for some reason, they're like, oh, hey, as a plot twist, uh, you're gonna go on Love Island too. And I was like, what? You're uh, like, I so, did not sign up for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, so that was my dream, and it was uh, as you, if you couldn't tell, I'm I'm very riveted. So. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I take it you are not the biggest Love Island fan. I mean, I don't. Uh, it's just a bunch of people making out in Fiji. Like, I'd rather be in Fiji myself. Right. Exactly. Whether or not it's I'm a waste out with somebody, <laughs> it's a waste of time. That show. Yeah. Um, I watched like maybe 15 minutes of it because it was on right before Big Brother. Because I thought that Big Brother started at eight one of the nights. Mm-hmm. That Love Island started before Love it. Love Island so, takes a slot. Yeah, it ha- it happened to be on. So I watched like 15 minutes of it and then I muted my TV and went on Twitter until Big Brother came on. Because I was like, was I cannot watch this. I'm losing brain cells. <laughs> mm, all right, good. Good to know I'm not missing anything. Though. Yeah, you're you're really not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Moving on. I also <laughs> really wanted to talk about Christy's paranoia. This mm-hmm. girl. Okay, so... She thinks that Nick is making, like, offhand comments at her, which he literally isn't. Like, he made maybe one comment that could have seemed like he was annoyed or something, but it wasn't directed at anyone. Uh, Yeah. What did he say? He's a a wise woman once told me, uh, I don't get mad, I get even. As a wise woman once told me, I don't get mad, I get even. Yeah, 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 yeah who the wise woman is, I would assume it's his mom or something. And okay. But even then, I think that he was going over his speech. He was just like, oh, I'm trying to say what I... Uh, here's, here's what, what do you guys think? Yeah. Um, And then Christy was like, oh, wait, no, that's weird. Like, that must be directed towards me for... Even though there's no reason to. I, I think that was... I think They made it seem like it was shady on the show. Or, mm-hmm. like, kind of weird how he said it. But I don't think... I think it was very much a regular conversation. Yeah, it was definitely taken out of context. Yeah. Him hugging Uh, her, though, before he does all that, that was, that was, would have been, that makes sense. Asking her if she's okay and everything. Yeah. Um, That part was, that would have tipped me off a little bit. So I get that. When, when he asked her if she was okay, it was after she was already paranoid. And I think Mm. he could tell, like, something was up with her mood. So he was like, hey, are you okay? Like, you seem weird, and that made her think even more that something was up. But she yeah, literally made she made something out of nothing, though. She yeah. was so paranoid. She's screaming, crying in one of the bedrooms, saying, "I'm getting back, Jordan. I'm be- getting back, Jordan. I'm getting back, Jordan." I was like, "Girlfriend, relax. <laughs> like, chill. Yeah. You have a power. If anything, like, just relax." <laughs> yeah, but I do. I do love what they did with the the editors because they did a good job showing. Um, Nick and Nick like saying the all the stuff in slow motion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Brussels sprouts. Bro. Brussels sprouts. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. I really just want Brussels sprouts, bro. Brussels sprouts, bro. Brussels sprouts. Um, Super funny. So kudos to the editors. They did a good job with that one. Agree. Um, so obviously, Chrissy doesn't use her power. She also, shocker, is not getting backdoored. Um, Kat uses the veto on Jess and Nicole goes up. Do I think it was the smartest move for Kat to use the veto on Jess? Probably not. Um, just because I feel like Jess is useless and I guess she could be a number for Kat, but 
Jess doesn't seem like she has much um, loyalty to anyone. So I don't know. I think if I were Kat, I probably wouldn't have used the veto. But yeah. and like tried to make a deal with Nicole because I feel like Nicole is a more useful ally. But I also think Kat was just really excited to have a power and wanted to do something with it. So she did use it on Jess. Okay, you want you want to hear? Uh, uh, I'm gonna put my tinfoil hat on because uh, okay. I have I just thought of Conspiracy this. Conspiracy theory. So yeah, let's just assume Kat is a super genius and is making the right the the best move possible. So let's say I'm looking at the board of the people right now, okay. and let's just say that Jessica isn't in the house. Mm-hmm. Who's the number one pawn going up, aside from Cliff, and aside from Nicole? It would probably be Kat. So yeah, she's probably, probably keeping Jess up or in the Sam. Piece. Or Sam, but why would Sam be? Because Sam's in the in the the eight plus Sam. Or right, the but nine. it also doesn't make sense for her to swap Jess for Nicole, though. Well, I mean, but I feel like Nicole probably... is a is a bigger target than she is too. Yeah, I mean, she probably didn't know. I don't know if she knew if Nicole was going up. She probably did, but regardless, keeping Jess in the house. It's probably a higher priority than keeping Nicole safe because Jess is much more of a pawn than Kat is. Um, I guess so. So Kat would either avoid the block or she's on the block, she's next to Jess. And she could always pitch the whole, Jess is always going to go home next to whoever she sits, or whoever sits next to Jess goes home kind mm-hmm. of kind of spiel. Oh, if she's next to Jess, she could probably, you know, go that route and try and be safe as well. So I think this is actually a better move than one would think. Um, but at the same time, not doing anything with the veto would have been smart, too, because week three, whatever. But I'm sick of people not using the veto. So that's true. Um, I like I want to see things happen. So I, I like we I, I'm want give Kat controversy. Right. I'm gonna give Kat a thumbs up and a B minus for that move. <laughs> Did you also I see don't... on the feeds that she was tanning with her veto? <laughs> no, I didn't see that. I don't. To be honest, I don't I don't watch the feeds. I definitely should. Um, I definitely can, but I I, just, I haven't even watched the feeds this season so far. I, I keep I up with them now. mostly on social media, just because yeah. I try to keep it separate for the podcast sake. Because otherwise, I'll get really confused as mm-hmm. to like what has happened and what hasn't happened yet. But yeah. I did see a clip of her. Well, one, she slept with it in her bed, and then I would she too. yeah, then she wanted to get like a veto tan tattoo so she wore it around her <laughs> neck while she was tanning because she wanted to tan it onto her skin that's actually funny <laughs> um so cat is the mvp right now in no, my mind yeah, go, go her no nah, go her she's nah, too I, funny I, I, they, they did a, i think the casting producers did a better job casting her than they thought they did when they casted her so yeah kudos kudos um, also, the last thing I want to mention about this episode is that Christy says she doesn't use her power at the veto ceremony because she put her fate in the hands of the universe. I basically put my fate in this game in the hands of the universe, but I avoided the block. I am not going home this week. And if I have to hear the word universe or intuition come out of her mouth one more time this season, I will stab my eyes with forks. I would rather you not. But I understand your concerns. Because um, there's a second season with a, one of the uh, with a university kind of girl. So yeah, um, like I get, I, I get it. But also, at the same time, if you're gonna talk about your intuition, how about you tell us you have an intuition before something happens, rather than 
waiting for something to happen and say, oh my God, guys, I had an intuition about this. Like, okay, how come you had an intuition now after it already happened? <laughs> Tell right. us about it beforehand so that we can know that it's going to happen. Right. Um, and she keeps saying she's putting her hand, her fate in the hands of the universe. And I'm like, since when is the universe's name Cat? Because I'm pretty sure she's the one who had the veto. <laughs> yeah, true. Very, very true. On to episode 11, probably the craziest episode thus far. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of ups and downs for me in this episode, but of we course. will get there. Likewise, likewise. The episode starts out with Nicole talking about how she feels like she has no place in the house and like she really doesn't vibe with anybody there. And I felt really bad for her in that moment because I feel like she is a very good player and she has a lot of potential, but like she just mm -hmm. can't find where she fits. Yeah, no, I like Nicole. She's I don't want to root for Nicole because I feel like if I root for Nicole, she'll go home like next week <laughs> but yeah no she has a lot of good um self-awareness and mm -hmm. just potential obviously maybe it's the glasses maybe it's not but obviously she's a mental player so near the home stretch i think she'll she'll kill it um but as far as right now she's in hot water just because of you know some some things she may have not said but all if, the controversy yeah, she didn't get involved in all that. I think she would have been a very good spot. It was a little paranoia getting to her. I get it, but, mm -hmm. you know. So Nick sort of assures Cliff that Nicole's definitely the one going home, which mm -hmm. technically wasn't a lie at that point and still wasn't a lie up until, up until the eviction because Nick thought that Cliff um, was going to stay. And, of course, right. we know he doesn't, but um, I think that cliff took that way too seriously and that like he just thought he was safe and decided he didn't need to do anything to campaign for himself to stay which i think is the right. whole reason that he was or, or part of the reason that he was evicted he should have made more of an effort because when they tell you you're safe um usually you're not also we all know that pawns go home and in this case he did but not for very long yeah um yeah not for very long right uh <laughs> yeah no nick doesn't have 10 votes the other people do so right. i don't know what cliff was thinking so there's another thumbs down for nick that's three or not nick for uh cliff so that's three thumbs down so far so um yeah cliff, sorry you're, cliff but you're, you're not it right out. now yeah you lost this week man i, I, I um, have no faith in cliff i am not a cliff domaniac I don't know if you want to. I don't know if you want to say that though, just yet. I'm just saying. I'm not going to give away any spoilers, but you might not okay. want to say that. Okay. Um, so right. neither of them want to campaign against each other, which is one of the things that I hate when this happens in the Big Brother house. Like I don't care how good friends I am with you. If we're sitting on the block together, I'm going mm -hmm. to campaign against you, and I expect you to do the exact same thing. And yeah. I'm not going to be sad or salty about it. Now, if you yeah. go around telling people that like. If you go around lying and telling people that, like, I'm doing stuff that I'm not doing, then I'd probably get pissed. But if you're going to go around and ask for votes and, like, pitch yourself and give reasons why you should stay and I shouldn't, do it. Because I'm going to be doing the same thing. Right. I think last time we talked, I, we had the same conversation. Like, if yeah. it was me and you on the block after veto, I'd be like, all right, listen, like, let's let's make an entertaining week. 
let's right let's just, exactly you know, shake hands and whoever ends up in jury or whoever ends up as a home sorry let's just let's play it out and fight to the end because duke it out like, yeah duke it out like a, you gotta yeah no i agree with you it's, it's just lame I, I get yeah the friends and whatever but like it's big brother like one of you is gonna stay so like try to stay mm-hmm. um so christy because she's really upset that she was super paranoid and she feels like she made a mistake um being very paranoid which she did she decides to make another mistake to make up for that. She goes and mm-hmm. tells Bella and Nick about her diamond power of veto power, right. um, which was dumb, um, especially because it seemed like she knew before this happened that they probably would target Nick and Bella first. So I don't know why she would go to tell them that. Right. Especially because um, if uh, Nick and Bella are in danger next week, they're going to be talking to Christy a lot, uh, trying mm-hmm. to get her to use that. So um, I don't, I I get it because, you know, it's a, you know, something that nobody else in the house knows. And that's a big, mm-hmm. you know, um, all of branch are throwing out. But at the same time, girl, like, just tell them something else or just hang right. out with them a lot and become better friends. Like, you know, like, you don't or have just to apologize that. for it um, and maybe don't tell them you have a power. Yeah. Like, look what happened to Ovi. Exactly. So why are you doing that? At least Ovi had, I feel like Ovi was a little more justified because his was like last ditch effort. Like he knew he was going to go. So he was like, okay, what can I say? Like, I have a power. Save me. Um, And it was like week one. So yeah. So that made a little more sense. But Christy doing it to try to like get back in good graces with them after they're not even in power anymore. Like the veto ceremony has already happened. It felt like it was use a uh, useless move on her part. Yeah. Right. Um, it's like what do you expect Bella to win the next HOH? Uh, I, like, gosh, that's, that's I hope she like doesn't. Doing. Me, me too. <laughs> Trust me, me too. Yikes. I, I hope Bella doesn't win a single sure. thing the rest of the season. Oh, I'm not a Bella Ooh. fan. That's a little mean. Like she could win like a little bit of cash and in, in the the Yankee swap competition or something. She can like, win a sit down with Julie when she gets evicted. <laughs> That's what she can win. Um, okay. Oh, I'm a little that. salty because I'm a big Kemi fan. So. Oh yeah, I was not a yeah. Kemi fan. Uh-huh. I was a Bella fan, and now I'm not a Bella fan. I All was right. never a Kemi fan. Um, but but anyways, I just want to ask what you think the next. Um, major twist will be now that camp comeback is at an end. I know I'm probably jumping the gun here, but I'm just curious. No, we could talk about it. Okay, I'm just curious. Do you think they're going to do some other cheeky thing to try and get another house guest back in the house? Or I thought I was thinking about this. I was like, okay, will they do another battle back? Because usually we see battle backs happen later in the game. Um, we could talk about Victor. Um, but. I don't know if they'll do another battle back just because camp comeback was kind of a giant fail. We can talk about that a little bit later when we get to the camp comeback competition. Um, but I don't know if they'll do another twist where someone returns to the house. I don't know I if like I would want will. them to, to be totally I honest. Like they will. I mean, they've, they've been very, um, 
first of all, they never said Cam Comeback was never going to happen again. They didn't say, like, oh, Cam Comeback's close for good. I don't think they said that. Right. But also, um, I feel like they like when two people come back, like a pre-jury and a post-jury thing. Because didn't that happen? Well, that should have happened last year because Caitlyn should have came back, and I think they did it again. Mm-hmm. Um, but with this, I feel like they want to do it again. And also they've been doing – They've been getting very literal with the theme this year, so why not just yes. bring Kev come back back? I mean, it's not yeah, like they it could. hard. I just don't want them to do it with four people again. I feel like that was uh, too many. Me neither. Like, uh, also two, one... two people would be good. Two people, you think? Like, competing. I don't know. I feel like four was too many. I feel like if they, the moment they hit jury, if they just kind of... I don't know if you're a Survivor fan, but this twist was... First thing I heard thought of when I saw this twist was or thought of this twist was um edge of extinction from last uh season of survivor i've never so, watched so i never have all right so for a little context basically every single in survivor last season every single person who got voted out went mm-hmm. to this other island and stayed there until right before i think jury and then they all did a competition to um to get back in mm-hmm. and then Everybody who lost that went back to that island. Yeah. And then all the postery people, they did that all the way until the last episode. Oh, geez. And literally the guy who was, I think, voted out third ended up winning the game because he won his way back in. That's Not crazy. Things. That's um, insane. Yeah. So I feel like they might do something with this. We'll just do, just bring Cam Cup back back. Why not? Um, I could and see that. Do that with the jury. So all the jury members until like final, let's say five. Um, they just do a competition. I don't know how many people that would be. I can't do quick math, but however many people that is, they would just do another uh, comeback competition. I mean, I don't see why yeah, they wouldn't I do it. I could see that. I could see that. I don't know. I just didn't. I I liked the twist in that, like they they lived in the house and stuff. But at the same time, I kind of didn't because I was like, okay, like you guys don't play right now. Like I don't want to see you. But at the same time. Yeah. I liked all the people that were in Camp Comeback, so I was glad they got a little more screen time. I don't know. I think if they do it again, something will have to change. Right. In some, I think in would, some capacity. Yeah, I think they didn't give the Camp Comeback campers um, any ounce of power slash authority in the game. Right. So they were literally just seen as just furniture. Um, yeah. Like, they got no respect. Like, David did because, like, I think it's warranted. But Ovi got, like, zero respect. Kemi got not that much respect. You know what I mean? So Negative um, two respect. <laughs> negative two respect. <laughs> uh, so I think if they kind of – they had some way for camp comeback campers to influence the game, not too much, obviously, but a little bit, um, and then also have a chance to come back in the game, I think then it would be it would be very – much valid twist so mm-hmm. i agree with you i think it was a little bit of a flop just because like you know well i guess we could talk about it in a little bit <laughs> but yeah we'll get there we'll get there yeah good um, idea, though. Good idea. yeah definitely i like i liked the twist when i initially heard it but the outcome wasn't i don't think what they expected mm-hmm. um so where did we leave off oh so Jackson sort of expresses that he's doubting Nick a lot and that he feels like that Nick is just telling him what he wants to hear. 
and that mm-hmm. um, Nick and Bella are sort of on the outskirts of their alliance. So they decide to make a six-person alliance that excludes the two of them. They mm-hmm. name it Six Shooters, which I think is a dumb name. Um, and That's a pretty cool name. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a fan. I wouldn't name my alliance Six Shooters, I don't think. Right, okay. Uh, you don't have to. I get it. They're I just really, don't really like them. A, yeah, they're really taking the numbers, the number thing seriously. Like, right. old, undeniable, like, uh-huh. six shoot. It was like, dude, just give it a different name, you know? Like, Black mm-hmm. Widows was the coolest name of the season. Right? And it lasted all about two minutes because Bella can't keep her damn mouth shut. Mm-mm. That's right. Um, speaking of the ladies in the house, though, they single-handedly flipped the vote because yes. Christy, Holly, and Annalise are the ones who sort of have this brain baby that they're like, wait a minute, why are we voting Nicole out? We don't want to vote Nicole out. I think mm-hmm. they also kind of felt bad that they pinned the bullying thing on her, knowing that she wasn't the one who said it. So I almost yes. think that that kind of helps Nicole in that like she was so upset about it that the girls almost felt bad and then they started thinking about Nicole more, and they were like, wait a minute, why are we going to vote her out? Like, we literally don't even want her to go home. True. So they bring it to Tommy and Jack, who agree, and they get the rest of their alliance on board, aside from Nick and Bella. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't need to worry about it because uh, they had the numbers, so they mm-hmm. all stuck to the plan and and executed. So... Uh, I like it because they all just put on their big boy and big girl pants and um, actually drew a line. Right. Cool. So, and it's only week three, so I figured that would have happened love to see next it. week. So, yeah, love to see it. Meanwhile, while all this is happening, Nick and Bella are too busy talking about how everything's great, everything's going to go the way they want as long as Cliff lays low, and they're saying, I love you, I love you too. Meanwhile... Yeah. Uh, who is it? Christy is like, nah, we need to keep Nicole and target those two. And they're upstairs canoodling, having a great time thinking they're top dogs. Yeah, no, nah, I think Christy was spearheading the whole operation and uh, good for her. Um, yeah. I feel like I would assume some of her paranoia has something to do with it, too. Um, All right. Because, I mean, Christy's in the best spot at a whole line, if you ask me. All she had to do is just her and Tommy just ride the course and they would have been chilling, mm-hmm. but because um, you want to make something happen because he didn't feel as comfortable. Definitely. That's my guess. That's, this is a guess. No, I, I agree. Also, they started, they did sort of like a camp comeback check-in this episode where they sort of told us a little bit more about where the camp comeback members' heads are at. Uh, The main things that I took away from that were that David's trying to be a charmer. Ovi just makes cookies all the time. And Kemi gets treated like shit. Um, (laughs) They showed that scene where Jack talks to her like she's a literal child. And like mansplains to her why she can't keep her cup in the fridge. And it was the most disgusting thing i've ever seen like what are you doing i wanted to smack him all right i'm gonna say you need help with a little bit of perspective and i'm gonna tell you why 
And it's going to be out of respect for you, and I really care about you. Okay. You have a tendency to put your shaker bottle in the fridge, as well as your drinks in the, in the freezer. If all of us put our shaker bottles in the fridge, what would the fridge look like? It would be full. Okay. So what is so special about you that you get to put it in there? I mean, I just noticed no one else did. So I, like... But... There was space. If we all did it... Yeah. There'd be no room in the fridge. Jack's obsession with hating me is so confusing. What happens if the rest of us put our blender bottles in the fridge? Like, why are you talking? We all sacrifice not putting our stuff and not having our stuff cold and prepping ice appropriately so that we have fridge space okay. and so that we can keep our stuff cold. And I just wanted to get it off my chest because I care about you and I think you're great and I didn't want this to be derogatory. Okay, I will not leave my shaker bottle in, in the fridge anymore. I just was like, why does this... Like, why is this so important for Kemi's, like, kind of arc here? You know what I mean? I feel like they just mm -hmm. kind of added that scene just to slam Jack a little bit. Um, that means they should. They haven't shown right. any of his true character until that moment. Really until this week. So, I, like, because yeah. last episode, he was a little like that when, uh, with Nicole and stuff. So, oh, true. Um, yeah, no, uh, I, I liked the fact that they included the scene. Um, mm -hmm. It made the most sense. And um, for some reason, when I was watching it, I mean, I knew that right off the top of the episode that they were going to do a challenge um, yeah. to get back in the house. But I was like, are they going to make some sort of house vote or something? If they're like, right. Or some different kind of thing. If they're talking about all this. I, I yeah, was they're little... showing like the relationships and stuff. Exactly. So I was like, is David about to come back in? I'm like, oh, wait, no, no, I think that they did that because they wanted to give them like they kind of wanted laugh. to set it up as like. These are the people in Camp Comeback. This is how they're playing as of now. So, like, if they get back in the game, like, this is going to be their strategy type of thing. Yep. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Um, set up the story a little bit more. Exactly. Um, but literally, Jack with the cup thing, he all he had to say was, hey, do you mind not keeping your cup in the fridge? Because it's hard to fit other stuff in there. Rather yeah, than... But but well, Brianna, you have to, to understand if you and me both put our cups in the fridge, <laughs> what would happen to the fridge? Oh, geez. It's hard. It's hard to understand unless you really spell it out. Yeah, I, I guess mean? you really, really need to think really hard about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really difficult thing to grasp. It's a difficult right. concept. You know what? <laughs> Honestly, I'm not even mad at Jack because he's probably explaining it because it took him a while to understand it himself. It, it probably did. So it maybe that's why he he had to I say it that way. I think he's the cup messiah and he's just trying to <laughs> save the world one cup at a time or we'll save the so. fridge one cup at a time. Moving on from Jack because I hate to talk about him. <laughs> Let's talk about those eviction speeches. Cliffs was really sure. cute. He took off his hat. Um, he talked about how they're a family and they're friends forever. But I think at that point he thought he was staying in the house. So, of course, he's going to be all like hunky-dory, we're all besties type deal. Mm. Um, and then Nicole seemed super nervous and a little bit emotional. But I loved her speech. She was funny. She said um, that a wise woman once told her to grab life by the boobs and then she was like, not my boobs, don't. Don't grab mine. And then she's like, well, maybe we can celebrate later. We'll see. Depends how the vote goes. 
Um, a very wise and strong woman told me to grab life by the boobs, and that's what I want you guys to do. Not grab my boobs, but I mean, maybe later we'll celebrate, I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> I want you to make a strong move, make a smart move, do it for the game, and when you go in there, don't listen to your heart, don't listen to your gut, but listen to me and vote for me to stay. And I was yeah. like, okay, that was funny. Um, that was funny. I felt like their speeches were much better than the ones we've seen in the past. Like Jess, who rambled on for a thousand years about literally nothing when she knew she wasn't going to go home. Mm -hmm. um, so the vote <laughs> comes down to six shooters, and then the other four voted for Nicole to go home. Yeah, Isabella, Kat. Um, Sam and uh, Jess. Thank you, yeah. Um, the best part about... That eviction, aside from Nicole staying and Nick and Bella being blindsided, was Kat coming into the room and saying, I vote to evict Nicole, but don't think I don't know what's going on. I vote to evict Nicole, but don't think I don't know what's going on. So right. this girl is smart. Like, she knows the vote's about to be flipped, but she doesn't want anyone to know that she knows what's going on. So she's going to keep her vote as, like, voting for Nicole to go home. But mm -hmm. she's like, y'all better see at home that I'm smart. I know what's happening. Yeah. No, I really like that. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I was like, get it, girl. Bring out her strategic chops a little bit. So yes. that was cool. Um, I thought you were going to talk about Nick's face, uh, Nick's reaction after the vote. but Oh, we'll get there. The other thing I oh, wanted okay. to talk about was um, Jack shaved his beard. And oh, now we know. all know why he had a beard. Because he looks like a naked mole rat without it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've always said that facial hair for men is like makeup for women. And I guess we know why he grows out his beard and his hair so long. He's covering something up. That's a good way to put it. Um, I Personally, I wasn't paying attention. Um, I'm surprised you didn't notice. Face. It like shocked me. I was like, oh my god, where did this newborn baby come from? Well, his hair was up. And when his hair is up, I am way less interested in him. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I don't care about him as much. I like his hair when it's down. Um, Agreed. He looks, like, way cooler. But, uh, yeah, um, he now it's coming back to me. Uh, my intuition is allowing me to see this again. My intuition is telling me that something's up. And, uh, yeah, yeah it was, it's pretty gross. So, yeah, um, not cute. Yeah, that gives a <laughs> thumbs down for mansplaining and for his beard. For his naked mole rat face. Yeah. Um, also, Sam always has a little sort of saying for Julie when he comes into the to vote. And this time it was Julie Chen we meet again. So I just yeah. thought I would mention that because I yeah. like Sam a lot. He's pretty funny. Do you think he's going to run out of rhymes? I don't know. He, you got a lot of damn time in that house. If he can't come up with a yeah. rhyme for each week, then I think that's a Sam problem. <laughs> because Trump i feel like chen. you have so much time in there i hope you can come up with like a quick rhyme that and chen is really easy to rhyme with also yeah plus I mean, like was... if he runs out of chen rhymes he can just go with julie try to rhyme stuff with that oh yeah that's right that's right You're true or moonves if he wants to be controversial about it well you can't rhyme with anything with moonves <laughs> i guess like i said um... they got a lot of time so i think he <laughs> could figure something out yeah uh, can I go on a little rant here? Go for it. Um, out of the DRs, one thing I'm sick of is people extending their time as much as they can, like 
oh, shouting yeah. out her friends and stuff. Um, can we talk about Holly and how she needs to stop talking and just get she out has the room? a five-minute seance after her yeah. vote. It's yeah. annoying. I forget who it was. Someone, I think Jackson Mickey had a good, like, shout-out. But it was literally a split second. It was super quick. And I was like, good. And, like, like do he, it he when you're leaving the room. Like, exactly, don't sit right. there in front of the camera and say it into the camera because we can still hear you when you're leaving. And y'all know this is a live eviction. We don't have time for this. We want to see the votes and we want to see your ass get out of that room. I don't right. care if, like, grandma is at home waiting for you to shout her out on the TV. <laughs> grandma can wait because I want to see the vote. Yeah, you wait. save it for the live feeds, honey. Like, I don't need to hear you talk about... I don't even remember what she even said, but I was like... Get out the room. That's literally what I'm right? talking about. Like, get out the room. Let's let's. If your grandma can't, if your grandma can't pay the ten dollars or whatever it is for the live feeds, she doesn't love you enough. So, right. do it during the live feeds and not during the eviction, please. And thank you. You tell them. Totally agree um, that okay. that is a not cool uh, thing that they've been doing a lot this season. Okay, cool. All right, I feel better now. <laughs> you got that off your chest. Yes. Um, so now we can talk about Nick and Bella's faces when Julie reveals <laughs> the vote. Yep. We the camera angle was sort of more focused on Nick than Bella, obviously, because he was the HOH. So Bella was kind of mm-hmm. like turned slightly, but his face, it wasn't even like a look of like anger or annoyance. It was just pure shocked. Like he yeah. was had literally no clue that that was going to happen. Correct. He did do a good um, bounce back because him and Bella were sitting down while they were, everyone was uh, doing the hugs and mm-hmm. stuff. And he got up first before Bella. Um, he kind of like sprung up like, oh, uh, crap, what am I doing? I got to like do the whole hug thing. Yeah. Um, so that was oh, good. I didn't him, notice that. Yeah, Bella like sat down for like a couple extra seconds. Just, like, wow, because she was all. Real a little shock. heated for, I guess, good reasons, um, but, but yeah, uh, yeah, th- he was shocked, utterly shocked, and I would have been too, because he was just doing the whole, we're good, everything is good, we're no one ever, no one's ever gonna put us up, yada yada yada, and then the exact opposite happened. So, um, sorry, Nick, uh, you survived another week because you won HOH, but your entire week was useless. So, mm-hmm. I'm not sorry. I'm just really happy that he was shocked. <laughs> Um, so then we get to the battle back competition, uh, yeah, which whatever. is called path to redemption and yeah, they have yeah. to roll the ball across the stupid thing and uh-huh. get it into yep. the receptacle at the end. You have to get six to win, mm-hmm. which I did like, actually, I, I did like how they had to get six to win. And if they didn't get it in three minutes than whoever had the most. I was like, all right, that's, that makes sense. Makes sense. Thought, makes sense for live TV also. Right, right. Because when I saw it, I thought for some reason, I, I was like, are they? do they just have to get one in and that's it? Right. So I was like, that was way too easy. But um, not nah, all right. I was like, cool, six in. I don't know why six. That's a weird number to pick. She could have done five, but whatever. But three minutes, I think that's fair. You know, like, it was good. Um, I was... One shocked. I thought Cliff was the last person that was going to win this competition, and also really yeah. upset that he did. And also the fact that like he won it so quickly. I have to give him props that like he crushed that. 
Um, I oh, don't. Yeah. I think Ovi was the only one who actually got a ball in. Um, in the time yeah. that he got all six, he did right. it under, in well under three minutes, and yeah, like two minutes twenty seconds. I yeah, think. I was like Jesus Christ, but it made me so upset for the people who sat in camp comeback for those three weeks or four weeks, however long it was that literally just got crushed by this guy who just got evicted two seconds ago. And Mm -hmm. like, they basically that that's why like earlier I was saying the twist was literally useless because they sat in that house for however many weeks and then all got kicked out. Right. And next day to wait hundred percent was completely useless. Yeah. He was probably thinking, Oh, yo, I just got my target out. Cool. All we need is like David or Ovi or or anybody to win the the comeback competition, and then at least I got one of my targets out. But nope, both of his targets are still in the house, so mm-hmm. <laughs> that sucks. Sucks to um, suck. But yeah, no, I agree. I I was uh, heartbroken when I saw it because it was three minutes of me being sad. You know what I mean? Because yeah. got his first ball in in the first mm-hmm. let's say like there wasn't seconds. even any hope. There was no hope. The moment he got a second ball in. And, like, the first time I saw David's ball drop, that's when my heart sunk. Because I'm like, mm-hmm. oh. and I was saw da- David was your choice for who you wanted back, he was, right? He was my boy, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I fell okay. in love with him the moment I saw him interviewing with Jeff. So I was like, come on, bro. Like, you've been waiting for this moment. Uh-huh. And I wasn't expecting it to be some sort of, like, hang on to something as long as you can kind of competition. But I was like, David must be coordinated and stuff, right? Like, Right. Him, I was thinking him or Ovi was winning this competition. And mm-hmm. if Ovi won, that would have been better, I guess, because he had the power, sure. Yeah. Um, but David had the better chance of winning, like, the whole, whole game. So I think I really if David got back in the game. house, he would have won the game. I don't think he would have won, realistically. Um, I think he would have came very close. He would have made the jury, for sure. Um, yeah. But, uh, I'm, just, I'm just mad. I'm, I'm just... Same. I just don't. Yeah, I was mad. I was sad. I was heartbroken. I was furious. I was all the negative vibes you can think of. Uh, strictly because David was not winning. Um, yeah, I didn't care that much about I Ovi. Agree with that. No, I thanks. didn't really. So I don't. I think if Ovi got back in the game, he wouldn't have been there for long. Um, I think the same thing probably about Cliff. Um, in long in the long term. Mm-hmm. probably the same thing about Kemi just because she's like enemy number one for whatever reason. Well, so yeah, same, I felt like David same, was the best bet. Well, I mean, I think Kemi would have lasted longer because her and uh, Bella had some beef. So I don't see why the six shooters would have wanted to take Kemi out. You know what I mean? That's true. Although Some Jack has some Nicole. weird vengeance against her because she puts her cups yeah. in the fridge or something. Well, She'll she'll know she'll learn that you have to consider the fact that if everybody put their cups in the fridge, then <laughs> be full. So I think yeah, Kemi I guess you will. was a better person because of that conversation. So <laughs> and Jack is uh, never mind. I'm, uh, I'm not gonna talk about him, but <laughs> I can't. Um, I can't. But yeah, nah, I, I think um, I already said it, but I feel like David would have had a better chance of winning the whole thing so i'm mad at cliff for winning but good job cliff because you destroyed them all um i was so shocked the face that i made when cliff won the battle back was the same face that nick made when they flipped the vote (laughs) on him oh yeah for sure i i I don't know why they didn't show anybody's facial reactions when cliff won they just 
kept the camera probably on just like a live TV fail. I they probably didn't have enough coverage Cameras. for that because yeah. they were trying to cover all the camp comeback people, and then yeah, I don't know. True. Yeah, but, no, they should have showed Nick's reaction to that too. But whatever. Um, Cliff's wife, I believe, Kelly Kelly Hogg, Kellogg thirty seven on Twitter, tweeted. Oh, FYI, Cliff does not have a roller maze board in the garage or anything like that. He does have an engineering degree, decades of playing carnival games with D-Hog 10. I think that's their kid. And I, and Patience. But if there's a professional roller maze league out there willing to sponsor, and then she put, like, the little winky face emoji. So I thought that was kind of funny. That's cute. I bet it's adorable. Yeah, and I feel like... I didn't think of this before, but I guess like having a background in engineering might help you in this game because like you kind of get the logistics of how the ball needs to roll and like what you need to do for it to get there. But I don't know if that's honestly what did it. I think he's just somehow a beast at this game. I think I I would think Cliff's the kind of guy um, who's, you know, he's been around the block for a while. So he's probably really good at things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So happening, he's probably never practiced rolling a ball down a little path like that, but I'm sure he's good at something like that. So after the fact, now, now that I've seen the episode, it's like, okay, I get it. He, he probably should have won that. Yeah. But I hate you, Cliff. Same. Bring David also, back. the he- exit the exit interviews with David, Kemi, and Ovi were so sad just because of how emotional David was. And like... Yeah. I was feeling the same emotions too. I was like, ugh, just watching them I, sitting there after being in that house for so long. Like, I was most upset for David, but even for all of them, just because they spent all that time in the house being treated like crap and then yeah. just went home. Yeah, I I knew exactly what David wanted to say, but he just couldn't say it because he probably didn't want to, like, piss off production. But. Mm-hmm. I knew he was thinking, because, like, when she was like, why, why do you feel so sad? Like, why were you crying? Mm-hmm. And I know he was going to say, because I just wasted, like, my entire time here. Right. He was there for one day, got kicked well, out. Well, I also think he was thinking about mentioning a lot of the, like, racist stuff that's happened this season. Um, Julie kind of, yeah, basically, the majority of the people in the Six Shooters Alliance uh, made a I lot of... some stuff. Yeah, have made a lot of racist comments on like on the live feeds and CBS is like really trying to protect them. I think Jack and Jackson are like the main culprits, but they all kind of have chimed in about it. And also like a lot of the time when they would like kick certain people out of the room, they would blame it on, oh, you're, camp- you're a camp comeback person. So like you don't need to talk game. Uh, but yeah, yeah. a lot of people took it more so that like, they didn't want them there because they're different from everybody else who was in the room. Um, and I think as much as like those people probably don't realize their racial bias, there definitely is some racial bias going on. I mean, look at the three people who were first evicted from the house. <laughs> I don't um, want to point that out, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's perfectly like a fine. I think to point it out, it's a fact of the matter. And like, it's something that's happening in the house that CBS doesn't want to address, which is kind of shady of them. Um, mm-hmm. they because they're protecting, 
they they should call it out like they did with season uh, 15 with Aaron. Um, But Julie seemed like she wanted to address it because the questions that she asked were asked in such a way that it prompted them to say what the true reasons were. She prompted Ovi to say it. He wouldn't. She prompted David to say it. He wouldn't. So I don't know if they got a talking to by production maybe beforehand, which I wouldn't doubt. Um, Either that or they just didn't want to be that guy that brought it up. Mm -hmm. Either way... Um, I think they should have, but I also don't like that CBS almost put it on them to be the ones to address this huge yep. thing that's happening in the house that, like, we get it. Like, Big Brother's a social experiment, and, like, people are shitty inside the house just like they are outside the house. But if they're going to be shitty people and the people you cast are racists, show them for who they are on the actual show and not just on the live feeds. Mm-hmm. No, that's true. The least they could do is put a disclaimer and, like, make a, you know. Exactly. All you have to say is, yeah, all you have to say is these are not, these the views of the house guests do not reflect the views of CBS. Done. Yep. Because as as hard as uh, season 15 was to watch, I appreciated the fact that um, they brought it up as Mm -hmm. in uh, the producers. Because I was like, oh, wow, that's cool. Because I wasn't watching the live feeds. So I wouldn't know nothing about that. You know what I mean? Exactly. I was like, all right, good. Now I know actually who to root against. Because, like, imagine I was, like, rooting against Aaron and uh, mm-hmm. whoever else was, you know, doing all that that nonsense. But imagine I, I was, was rooting her. against Aaron. I think it was mainly Aaron and Gina Marie who were. Gina Marie, there we go. Yeah, I was forgetting her. Comments. Yeah. Uh, but imagine I was rooting against Aaron and was like, yeah, like, go Aaron. You're such a calm piece. And then, mm-hmm. like, I find out, like, on the news or something, like, oh, Aaron saying yada, yada, Racist yada. asshole. Like, right. Um, she also, so, like, lost her jo- I think both of them lost their jobs and stuff. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm, yeah, so. I'm sure they did. Um, so, yeah, like, with this season, like, I think I said at the top of the episode, I had no idea that um, any of this stuff was going on. So, mm-hmm. um, that's cool. So It's some shady down, shit CBS. going on. Yeah. Yeah, Come exactly. On, get, your, get your shit together. Um. Yeah, no, that's lame. But yeah, no, I did when I was watching um, the wide shot of all three of them sitting in the chair. I was like, "Oh, this is." Uh, I really want to think this is coincidence, but yeah, no, that's, right. that's really weird. I um, think it's less less coincidence than it seems like it is. Because yeah. then it was it was the the three darker people and the old guy. All yeah. Ousted. Well, that's I mean? what they said too, and then like. Had it not been Cliff, and it, the initial nominations were Cliff and Jess, so like yep. okay, it would have been the three brown people and the plus size the woman. Latina. Yeah, the, the Latina, Latina plus size model. Um, it just and, and all right, if we're, if we're going to continue this, imagine Nick didn't win HOH, and Nick and Bella are on the block. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Yeah. We can go about this for a while, but yeah. yeah no, so it just—it's it, just bad all around. It's just bad. Yeah. Um. So to close it out, because this is a very long episode, but I think it has to be a very long episode just because so much has happened. Right. To close it out, who are you rooting for now? Now? Yes. Um. Who do you want to see take the half million dollars? Okay. 
I'm gonna try and be as objective as possible and not. And I'm let saying, the last I'm saying, who do you want to win? Not like who do you think is gonna win? So I'm I guess you answer, you can say I'm answer both. Okay, yeah, answer both. I'm answer both. Who I think is going to win? Something's telling me. All right, I'll tell. I'll tell you who I want to win first. Um, I want. <laughs> I don't necessarily want him to win. But like my my fan in me wants uh Sam to win. Uh huh. I don't think he's going to win if I'm being realistic because okay. he's a dad and everyone knows he's a dad and someone's gonna be like, oh, he's a dad, we gotta get him out because he's gonna win the. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, uh, I want Sam to win. He's the one of the more entertaining people. Yeah. Him and him and Cat are the most entertaining people, and between the two of them, I think Sam has a better chance. So I want Sam to win. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think realistically, Nikki has a better shot. Nikki or um, uh, uh, Christy have the better mm-hmm. shots to win, and not because they've been getting on the screen time, just because like I think there's the most comfortable um out of the people in the house. Um, I think that's a fair assessment. You go for Mickey or Christy, they'll just win a competition. You know what I mean? Like I, that's kind of right. how I'm seeing it. So, um. I guess we'll see, but uh, those are going to be my predictions. Um, I guess I hope I'm wrong because I would rather uh-huh. a Nicole or a Tommy or uh, so. Jessica, see, I uh, think I would even rather Nick win personally. I think so. The person I want to win is Nicole. Um, right. I think second to Nicole, I want Cat to win, just because I think right. she's really funny um, and mm-hmm. she's also in a pretty good place. But the person that I actually think will win this season, and you might like totally disagree with me, but I think Tommy's gonna win. He's a good spot. He He's in chance. like the best place right now, and everybody loves this kid, but nobody's even thinking about the fact that like I feel like he's a threat. Yeah. I don't know. I'll I'll have to see how he does in the next few competitions because I feel like he needs to be able to win a few, um, but also maybe not yet. Maybe not. I mean, I'm thinking that what, the moment I first heard Tommy um, and like just saw his personality come out, right? I was mm-hmm. immediately thinking Frankie Grande. Yeah, I think um, a lot of people made that comparison. And if Frankie Grande, if we if he follows the same trajectory as Frankie Grande, he's out like fifth or sixth place. Yeah, it wasn't fourth. I forget, but. Um, Tommy needs to keep up the whole everybody loves me act, and if he can keep that up, but be subtle about it enough, then I guess he's in a good spot, you know? So, um, yeah, no, Tommy's a, Tommy's a good candidate. I just didn't pick Tommy because I think Chrissy has a better better chance than Tommy, personally. But even then, Chrissy's been paranoid and all she's this too, stuff. Yeah, yeah, she's too emotional. I, That's why I would say I maybe that. not. Yeah, forget I said that. I take it back. I'm going <laughs> to Tommy, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Uh, Tommy for winner, I guess, is what we're saying. Well, you also said yeah. Mickey, so Mickey maybe also. Okay, all right. Um, all right, I yeah. think we're going to leave it there, unless you have anything okay. else you want to add. Rest in peace, David. Rest in uh, peace, Kemi, I guess. Rest in peace, Ovi. Um, can't wait to see. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to check out their extended interview because I want to see how many uh, more oh, I, I questions watched, Jackie. I watched it. Jackie. Oh, yeah? Oh, that's yeah. What it was then with the, the baby no. I was I was talking about what what happened on air, but it's on uh the website. Like you don't even have to have feeds to watch it. The extended oh, interview. Okay. Um, it was 
kind of lackluster. I mean, it was worth watching, but it wasn't like anything super revolutionary or anything like that. Okay, I'll watch it anyways. But um, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. Um, personally, I think the ever since last season, the um, editors have figured out how to make the season entertaining and tell the right story and all this stuff. So. Um, well, really I don't know if they're telling the right story, well, to be told. Yeah. Production is telling right. the wrong story. The editors right. are doing well. They're just... They're, that's what I meant to say. Yeah. Choosing the to cut the wrong scenes. Yes. Um, um, but regardless, um, a Big Brother season is always amazing because it's Big Brother. So I'm looking forward to the rest of it. Um, we'll see how too. it goes. And I feel like the winner will be slightly not as expected. That's just my guess. My yeah. intuition is telling me, so I'm listening to the universe. I feel like we're gonna <laughs> be a little, be a little confused this season, kind of like how uh, uh, Nicole won in season 18. Agreed. So, but anyways, um, with your um, intuition and the universe guiding you, um, can you let the people of the people listening where they can find you if they want to talk about Big Brother? Sure. Social media um, handles, anything you want to share? Sure, yeah. The universe is telling me that my Instagram is not Kevin.jpg. <laughs> I'm a team follow back, so um, that's really all I got. I don't use Twitter or anything. I never touch Facebook. IG's where it's at. So if yeah. you want to talk with me about this episode or you want to cry about david leaving the house you can find me at it's me Breely everywhere also use the hashtag oh brother podcast so that we can talk about everything that we talked about during this episode and you can give me your thoughts jonathan thank you so much for joining me thank you for having me much appreciated of course of course i'm sure you will likely be back because the summer is young and we've got a lot more big brother to go um, but I think that we are starting to see a change. So I'm excited for the rest of the season. Yes, me too. Let's uh, go do some podcasts about Love Island. Um, I'm good, but <laughs> on that note, we're going to go. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed. And I hope to have you back as a listener next week. Bye, guys. <laughs>